My name is the Reverend Lisa Mason, and I have the great honor of being the rector of St. John's Episcopal Church in Larchmont. I pray that you enjoy this time together. I'm inviting you to open your minds and hearts to whatever message God is sending you during this sermon. I think of a sermon as an invitation, an opportunity to break open scripture together, whether we are diving into what was happening in the world at the time the story happened, or whether we are discovering what this scripture means to you today in your life, or all the above, whatever God is calling you to hear, to find healing, to find hopeful, to find clarifying, to find reassuring, I pray that this time does that for you, that you have something that you can go away from this time together with, knowing that it was meaningful and you are thankful that you joined and participated was an author that took traditional scripture and put it in contemporary terms. Now that is something that may draw your attention or you might be drawn to or not, but of all the Bibles that have been put in contemporary language, the message actually is my favorite, followed very closely by the surfer's Bible, but definitely the message is better. But Eugene Peterson also wrote other books. And one of his favorite, I was given as a gift when I was ordained, is called Eat This Book. And what it means is that if we're really going to live out the call that God puts on our lives, then we have to literally eat in Scripture. We need to chew it. We need to swallow it. We need to ingest it and digest it. Because then it comes more easily out of us. If we have spent time really savoring each bite and understanding what it means in our lives. Now, I had the unique opportunity for 12 years to have a scripture verse each year with plenty of offerings and time and almost mandates to chew it, swallow it, and digest it. So about 12, now it's been about 20 years ago, but uh, for 12 years, the Bishop of the Diocese of West Texas, the same Bishop that has come and preached here in the summer a few times, decided to give each diocesan convention a theme. And the theme was a piece of scripture. And not only was it just the theme of council, it was put on t-shirts and hoodies and shorts. It was put everywhere. It was a logo for the year. And not only did we just do lots of Bible study about that verse during diocesan convention, because ours was two and a half days, but then if you participated in parish ministry, ordained or not, or if you served at one of the three camps and conference centers that we had in the diocese, then you were to teach on that theme to all ages. So for adult formation, for children formation, usually most summers I did a week at each of the three conference centers. I literally ate that verse for a year because you had to get really creative. And we also had, now my husband's going to laugh, I have never had a prop for an adult sermon, so here it is. So each year when my husband was canon to the ordinary for this bishop, we had special speakers come and visiting bishops come to diocesan convention. And so it was decided that a plate would be made 
with a theme and a logo. So this plate says, deny yourself, take up your cross, follow me. And the logo is a cross. I'm coming back on Zoom, I promise. But the logo on here, the cross is a road. And so we saw this logo everywhere we went. Kirk was in charge of making sure it happened. So when he retired from the diocese and began working for Church Pension Group, we were given a set of these. So if you ever ingest a verse of scripture, <laughs> just come over for dinner and you might get a bound in hope. You might give a sower goes out to sow. You might get the word is near you. Or you can have this one. We have all 12. But literally for that year and those 12 years, I was given the gift of literally gnawing on this verse in pretty much every environment I dwelled. And so why is that important? I think when you really let it seep in, then you can begin to find ways to apply it in your own life. And what does that look like? I think our Romans passage really sets out a great roadmap. When Peter hears Jesus talking about his death, Peter for a moment loses sight of the road map because he cannot fathom what life would look like without Jesus. The disciples have literally left their way of life. They've left family businesses. They've left the fishing business. They've left the building business. And they have followed Jesus. They have seen all the, the healing. They have seen the miracles. They have seen the feeding. They've heard his words. They've witnessed mercy. They've witnessed people who haven't mattered for years all of a sudden be lifted up and put back in community. How can it possibly be that Jesus is going to die a brutal death and then come to life again and then ascend back in to heaven? And so we need scripture to remind us who we are and whose we are. We need to read that passion from that passage from Romans and say that's what this is about to love, to make peace, to find the common ground between some you and someone who is so far different than you, to reach out to your neighbor who sometimes may or may not get on your nerves and be a vessel of love and grace. This morning we will have another roadmap, a reminder of the way of what it means to deny oneself, pick up your cross and follow me. And that's when we recommit to our baptism promises, to that covenant we make with God, to strive for justice and peace, to respect the dignity of every human being, to seek and serve the holy and every other human being. When we have these scriptures grafted, as our colleague says, when you bring two things, when you graft two things together, life becomes new and fuller. When we have equipped ourselves individually and as a body of people, then we will see the burning bush. We will know that I am is the God who is sending us. We will know that we're on holy ground. I pray as you go about this Labor Day weekend, 
I pray that you literally think about when you step into a new space or you step alongside a person that you may not often find yourself with, begin by reminding yourself, we're on holy ground. Because God has been there, God is in there, and God will always be there. In that holy ground, love is made known and mercy is shared. And that is our call. Amen. Thank you again for this time together. I pray that we always remember that we are part of a much bigger story, the story of God's love for God's people and the call for us to learn how to love God and learn how to love each and every other person we encounter with the kind of love that God has for us and now for a blessing. Be present to today. Do not be anxious about what might happen tomorrow. The same God who cares for you today will care for you tomorrow. God will either shield you from suffering or you will be given the unfailing strength to bear it. So be at peace then and cast aside all anxious thoughts and imaginations. In the blessing of God Almighty, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, be with you this day and remain with you forever. Amen.